Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I am your host as always, David Calvert, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I mean, you know, it's uh, kind of crazy, but this is January 1st, 2019. I mean, wow, you know, what are the odds of it being New Year's Day, right? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, think about it. It is just so cool to actually be a part of, you know, podcasting with Anchor and doing all of this stuff and writing books. And I mean, I'm just super excited to, you know, have the opportunities I have to live in the time and society where I can do these things and have fun and enjoy life and enjoy something that I'm really passionate about. I mean, I may not be the best writer. You know, I may make grammatical errors and things like that. I may not be the best with with all of that. But, you know, it's amazing to think that, you know, I can do this and put books out. And, um, you know, and there's software that will help me with that. And there's people that will help me with that. And, you know, all of that stuff exists. And I can reach people around the world. I mean, my friend, the first one who bought my book, uh, the Excuse Me, uh, I Don't Think I Have a Box, actually told me, he's like, you know, I read your book, and the call to action that you put at the end of the book was amazing, and it actually inspired me to go through and go ahead and write my book. And then, of course, he pointed out that I made a few minor grammatical errors where I used um, there instead of there, things like that, just minor stuff where... You know, I was reading through it, and I didn't catch the fact, and the software didn't catch the fact that I used the wrong there. Um, you know, things like that, which I'm going to go back and fix. And I told him if for some reason he doesn't get, um, you know, the corrected update via the Kindle store, um, you know, because it's just a few mistakes, I'll, uh, you know, buy him a new copy. <laughs> but I told him I'm pretty sure that if a new revision comes out, it's automatic to the Kindle purchasers. So, um, you know, that's all good. And, of course, nobody that I know of has actually bought the print copy yet. And I've only sold two copies as of the last time I looked of the Kindle version. So, worst case scenario, I know two people that I'll have to buy them <laughs> new copies. Uh, but other than that, we're all good. So... But yeah, just to have the ability to do that in the first place and to be able to, um, you know, to to live in a society, in a world, in a time where that's possible just blows me away. It just, it's unreal to think, you know, that I could be putting out books, that I could be doing something that I love, uh, whether somebody allowed me to or not, you know, I don't have to wait for the right circumstances and wait for a publisher to finally think, oh, well, you're finally good enough and all of this. I can just, you know, hop online and put it out and I can buy my book, you know, and I can buy copies of it and sell it to people and, you know, use uh, Square uh, to, to make sales and, you know, I mean, that's just unreal. That's unbelievable, unfathomable to think that, um, you know, I can do that, that it's possible, that it's, you know, so easily done, and, I mean, 
it, you know, my entire life trajectory could have been on a totally different course if this technology would have existed 20 years ago. I mean, think about this. You know, I've I've always been told I need I need to write a book, but you know, I had all this self doubt and like, would I get published and all the hurdles and everything I'd have to go through to get there, and I let all that defeat me. But you know, back then I was a lot more. Um, you know, open-minded about stuff like that, and I would have probably just, like, ate all that up, and, you know, who knows, I might have had a, a couple hundred books out by now. <laughs> At the rate I'm going, there's a good chance. I mean, I've written, you know, now uh, four books are in print um, on Amazon, uh, two of which are on my other, my pen name. Um, I'm in the process of writing two more books. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, who knew, right? Uh, it, it's just crazy to think that, you know, that's all possible and that that's happening and that I've actually sold copies of books and I've made a couple dollars, you know? I mean, you know, I'm thrilled. I mean, and not, not about the money per se, but, like, the big thing for me was the fact that the biggest, biggest thing for me of all of this and Kent uh, hasn't... <clears throat> really been much of a podcast listener so i don't know if he's going to listen to my podcast because he found out about my podcast through my book because i talk about how i started podcasting and uh if he listens to this episode um you know when he told me and this is the most important part of the whole book story is when he told me that it inspired him to start going ahead and writing his book and to put it out there and to and motivated him that's what writing is about for me is is inspiring people and motivating people you know be it through my stories and inspiring them to dream or through my other books where it inspires people to go out and take action or whatever the case may be the fact that he said that he was my first kindle sale he was the first one to read it and i just kind of asked him i was like hey is it rubbish you know let me know what's going on what do you think um, and the fact that he was inspired, I mean, it was just like, wow, you know, I am thrilled because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to help somebody, anybody. <clears throat> and I was able to help somebody on the other part, on the other side of the world. Um, you know, he's, uh, you know, in Cyprus believe Cyprus yes um so I mean you know wow to think that you know I've inspired somebody on the other side of the planet with just a mere book that I wrote over the course of a weekend now granted it needs a little bit of refinement obviously but you know still you know I'm just blown away by the fact that that actually happened, that that actually did something. And of course, you know, I've known Kent for a while. You know, we met actually through the 5 a.m. challenge. Um, and then, of course, I uh, talked him into doing his one-minute leadership videos and putting them out on LinkedIn. Um, and, of course, you know, he was also one of my, my uh, 
motivators for me to make sure I stayed to my five o'clock schedule and that that uh, you know I was active and you know all of that stuff. So you know we were we were um, accountability partners uh, to a, to a degree. You know uh, there was a pretty large group of people who joined the five a.m. challenge. So there were some of us that really clicked and and formed us. Uh, close-knit group and then um, you know and so there was a lot of people overseas that I got to meet with uh, through this challenge uh, him being one of them and uh, then some others that were also uh, you know huge huge supporters of what I was doing with the science fiction novel as well uh, Kent was was one of them too and yeah so I mean it just it was so amazing to hear that or, or to read that rather um and and that he uh you know thought so highly of the book because i mean quite frankly you know i'd rather hear that the book sucks and have honest feedback um you know uh than than somebody just to tell me it's great and it not be but you know i feel like you know he uh you know, was being honest, and the fact that, you know, he said that I, my book inspired him to go ahead and write the book he had been thinking of, you know, I feel like, okay, wow, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, he would have lied to me or anything, I'm sure he would have been honest, I'm just saying, you know, as far as, like, reviews I get from people, I want them to be honest with me about it, because I want to know how to improve, just like when I've told you guys on the show, you know, if you have any feedback, let me know. You know, I want to know how I can improve. I want to know how I can get better. I mean, the, this microphone and USB that I'm using now was purchased as a result of feedback I got from a fellow podcaster who told me, hey, this is what I use in my car. You know, and from there he was like, okay, you know, you this is what I use. It works out pretty well. It's got good sound quality. It's simple. You don't have to install any software or configure. It just works. So I was like, that is for me. So I purchased it. And, you know, it's been a great mic. Um, I've already gotten feedback where people have said that they could hear me so much better um, on the recordings, uh, wondering why I'd changed. So, you know, there's that. And, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a learning experience, you know. And I would have never learned these things had I not started jumping out there and doing it. Like, for instance, Kent recommended this software that I am going to actually buy when I get home, put on my computer, uh, or um, that actually is designed for writing books, and it helps you with formatting for Kindle and formatting for print and keeping up with chapters and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I've got that software. I'm going to get it put out and start using it. I'm going to run my book through it and clean up the grammatical errors, clean up uh, the layout and the format and take care of that and then move uh, you know uh, move forward with my science fiction novel and get it in there because right now it's just seen in Word um, I got some more chapters of the book from the editor, so I'll get those added in. I'll get, start getting the book put together. What I'm going to do is create a totally separate file. I'm going to cut and paste only the edited parts of the book into the software so that it's all there. 
and start laying it out. So as I go, all I've got to do is add in the next chapters. I don't have to cut anything out and then put it back or, or make any adjustments. I'll just have it ready. I'll be at the next page. All i got to do is put in the next chapter. Boom, we're done. The chapter after that, boom. You know, just keep moving through it until the book's complete. So I'll basically, in a way, be building the book from scratch in this new software. And I can't think of the name of it right now. <laughs> so, um, sorry, uh, I'll, I'll post that in the description uh, once I get the software, or once I get the, this episode uploaded uh, for, you know, New Year's uh, and all that and get everything put in. But, you know, it's, you know, just so cool. It's really awesome to have people that are willing to help. And, you know, he was just like, yeah, you, you know, I noticed there were a few, few little typos, grammatical things here and there. Uh, you know, you need to clean those up. This is the software I use, and it does this, 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 and this. And I'm like, Psh, I'm sold. Um, and, of course, it's only $45. So it works for Mac or Windows. So I'm set. Um and I'm going to get that, and, uh, yeah, we're good. So I, I do have software, which I should have run the book through first before I started formatting everything out, um, but my excitement got ahead of me. I, I could have thrown it in my Hemingway app, um, but I didn't. Um, I didn't want to change it too terribly much. Now, granted, obviously, grammatical stuff I want to fix. That makes sense. But I didn't want to have to go in there. Like, if I did a couple run-on sentences or things like that, I wanted it to be as pure my thoughts as possible. So if I put a period in the wrong place, you know, I just wanted to leave it. I didn't want to be thinking like, well, Hemingway's marked that sentence as red because it's too long or it's hard to read. I don't care. This is my pure, unbridled thought. You know, I don't want it to be edited. I don't want it to be cut down. I don't want it to be diminished. Um, in any way, I want to have the full impact that I intended it to have, and I don't care if there's some commas and periods or whatever in the wrong place. So, that's why I didn't do it, and I didn't think, like, well, you know, because Word was doing a pretty good job of cleaning up my grammar, I didn't think to actually go back and double-check it after I went through and checked it with Word, which is where I got in trouble. <laughs> So that's where I should have put it in Hemingway and been like, hey, okay, uh, yep, that's a there instead of a there, so let's put that there there, and then we'll have that there, and we'll be good to go. And if you were able to keep up with that, congratulations. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder how my mind works like that. Um, but yeah, so that was the best feedback I could have got, and it's just been... This, this whole week from Christmas Day until today has just been phenomenal. You know, this, this period of time, I know it's not a traditional week in the sense of the word week because it's a Tuesday to a Tuesday, but that, um, that point where I'm at right now where these things just keep happening and people are excited about all of this new stuff, you know, it's just blowing me away at the response that I'm getting from people that the enthusiasm, that, that the, um, you know, all of these ideas are coming to me. I recently started a blog for the show. Um, I kind of sort of had a blog on WordPress, and I just really didn't like WordPress. Because basically what it boiled down to is there were all these really cool features you could do, like, say, embedding the 
today's episode of my podcast on WordPress. But to get that to work properly, it, it just didn't really want to work right. And uh, some of the stuff I tried to enable to help to make it more um, user-friendly and more aesthetically pleasing and make things work for the show, I had to pay for. And I was like, meh, no, because I see people doing this that I know good and well they're not paying. They're just going through different blogs. So I shut down the WordPress blog, which, of course, Tariq uh, asked about because he was like, dude, I'm not seeing your posts coming up on Facebook, which I had WordPress set to automatically post to Facebook um, every time I, you know, a new episode came out, which I automated that, obviously, because episode comes out every day. Um, I'm going to go to a more manual and hands-on approach uh, going forward because of the fact that I'm going to embed the actual podcast episodes in the blog uh, post. So I'm going to put a little like, hey, you know, talked about this, whatever, try and put up some kind of a graphic uh, or something. I, I'm still tinkering with it because I'm I'm new to to uh, uh, to this blog type, so I'm still kind of tinkering with it. And uh, it's kind of hard to do for my phone or my tablet um, with the switching back and forth, pulling the embedded code for this and that and all that, and then punching it into um, uh, into Blogger. But I'm getting there, and uh, so I'll be putting out that daily. What I might do is start writing up the blog post and saving them as drafts, and then all I have to do is copy the embedded um, anchor code and posting it into the blog post and then hate and submit. I might try and re, uh, pre-write them, pre-prep them, and then just go through them as, as I go. Um, but it's, uh, and I'll post the link to the new blog site as well. Um, I've got an Instagram page for Car Thoughts with David, uh, thanks to, uh, to Paul Flanagan of Wonderful Radio Flanagan. Thank you, Paul. Um, I had... And I don't know if he's heard this yet, but I did have an Instagram already where I promoted um, other podcasts, which was dual podcasts. Um, so with that, you know, uh, I thought, okay, well, that's really all I need. I'm not really going to go too much into promoting myself. But since things have kind of cooled a little bit on the dual podcast thing, I'm just letting people kind of come to me. I'm no longer, like, pursuing people. Uh, I feel like I've got a pretty decent number. There's about 20 uh, podcasts um, on the site. I'm just going to let people come to me. And I actually did have a podcaster reach out to me through dualpodcast.com. So my second client um, who asked for the, uh, you know, the, the free treatment. And uh, it's the Road Jogan podcast, um, which seems like a really awesome, interesting idea to take a current podcast, which is the Joe Rogan podcast, and kind of turn it on its head and give kind of his insights in the same style of Joe Rogan, I guess. So, interesting concept. I like it. Um, I've not yet listened to it yet, just because I've been so, so busy with everything else, uh, but it is definitely on my New Year's to-do list um, to start catching a couple of his episodes here and there. Um, I just listen to so many different podcasts, it's hard to make time for new ones. Um, 
all the time, especially considering I've got interviews that I'm working on, which I'll be doing a couple interviews this week, and uh, one of, you know, uh, and then I'm, I'm being interviewed on other podcasts, so, you know, just kind of uh, trying to get all that squared away and uh, make it, you know, as neat as possible and, um, you know, start digging into interviews, um, you know, more heavily as this year goes by. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's just been an interesting, interesting, uh, week, an interesting seven days, and, um, looking forward to what the future holds. I mean, if I can replicate this, you know, pattern every week, I will be, like, on cloud nine every day. I mean, that's my goal, is to keep going, keep going, keep progressing, keep growing. And, you know, like I said in the book, and like I told Kent when we we were chatting about this via um, text, is, you know, my goal was to take this book and to write down my story, and to tell people, like, hey, you know, I never fit in. I never, you know, I always, I had all these weird circumstances, these unusual disorders, these problems. I didn't have a perfect life. I didn't have this, you know, um, not that I had a terrible life, but it wasn't a normal life. You know, there wasn't a box that society said, you know, this is what you should do. Um, I didn't have a high school guidance counselor because um, I didn't go to public high school. I was homeschooled. But I guarantee you that if I had a high school guidance counselor, there's a good chance that I would have ended up with some weird result and she would have just had, or he, I uh, don't want to discriminate against guidance counselors. Um, but <laughs> whomever they were, they would have had a hard time trying to figure out what I was supposed to do with my life because my answers would have been pretty vague. And that's really hard for me is to like actually nail down. Like when I've had people, well, you know, what's your elevator pitch? What's your, what's your business plan? What's this? What's that? They're like, well, can you, can you narrow that down? Can you focus it? And I'm like, not really. No, I'm not. You know, there. You know, I've had several people try and help me define my, my business goals and my my vision, and even even the simple fact of writing the bio for my book, or actually when I was interviewed on marketing and coffee with Delilah Cordova, um, you know, I had no idea what to write. Um, as a matter of fact, even on my Amazon author page, it was hard. Basically, I pulled up the example. And pretty much copied the pattern of the um, of the author example that they gave. Obviously, I couldn't copy all of it because a he was born in the I think 40s, and b he's dead now. Because um, obviously, that'd be kind of odd me writing a biography page or biography message for myself for my books that I'm currently writing if I've been dead for like you know, 20 years, <laughs> you know, I'm obviously not putting out books unless I'm Tupac, so, um, you know, with that being said, I had to kind of figure that out, and so I basically just took what he, they wrote, or what was written about him, and took that, and then 
put inserted myself into the narrative, you know, like, hey, you know, David was a born in in a small town of Cambridge, Ohio, and moved to North Carolina with his family at a young age, and blah blah blah, and yakety smackety, and whatever else you say, and wrote that down. I'm like, okay, well, good, we're there. With the, um, you know, so, I mean, it's hard for me to kind of, like, focus. You know, people are like, well, write this, and I'm like, or, or describe this, and I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't describe it simply. You know, this that's not what I do. I, I give you detail. I, I write, and, you know, then I run out of characters <laughs> in the bio page, and I'm like, okay, well, that was easy. Okay, now let's shorten it to where someone is actually going to sit and read this. You know, that's the goal. It's just to try and get it boiled down to the point where somebody would actually take the time to read it. Um, yeah, so, you know, normal guy. Regular guy. Uh, nothing special, no frills. Just just somebody with a desire to share and, and tell stories. And that's something that anybody can do. Anybody has that ability to share a story. You... All, every last one of you that are listening, man, woman, child, whatever, you know, cat, dog, I don't care. You all have a story. You all have a tale. Uh, if you're a cat or a dog, you definitely have a tale. <laughs> um, you know, there's something inside of you to share that could change somebody's life, that could impact somebody on a level that you're not even aware of could happen. So, you know, that's my end message that's my call to action is to tell you guys to go out there and do it to pursue to chase to go out there throw caution to the wind and put it out before anyone has a chance to check your grammar i'm just kidding you should always check your grammar um but put it out there nonetheless get it out there and if you make a mistake it's okay because amazon has a way to fix that you edit the manuscript you fix it, you re-upload it, and then all the copies are fixed. It's beautiful, except for the print copies that have already been shipped. So, you know, you'll have to live with that. I don't know that I've actually sold but one yet, and that was to my mother. So, um, you know, my dad, when he reads the book, he'll, I'm sure, point that out. And I'll say, well, yes, thank, thank you, Dad. I've already fixed the problem. You guys just got a bad copy, and I'll, by that time, of course, have ordered them a replacement book. Maybe I'll just go into the house and swap it on the shelf. They'll never notice. <laughs> um, you know, well, unless she has me sign it when she gets it. I'll have to figure that out. Um, I'm going to have to forge my own signature and message to her. Shouldn't be hard. I think I can do that. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, is we all have a narrative. We all have a story. You know, I'm might actually write a book from a perspective of cat. That'd be kind of interesting. I'm sure there are already books written like that. I'm just not aware of them because I don't go looking for cat books. Um, but, you know, that might be an interesting idea to write something from the perspective of cat. There was this French company that was working on a video game uh, that they showed off a concept at E3 one year, a couple years back. And it was a French, it was a French company, and they were making this video game uh, that was basically you were running around as a cat. 
Um, and there were, I guess, no humans left, or from the concept, it didn't seem like there were any humans left, because all the humanoid-esque people in the game were robots, and the goal was to travel around the city and do something. I don't remember the exact details, and of course it was still in very, very early development. Um, <clears throat> but... Uh, the, the the whole game you played through it as a cat, and you had to get to from somewhere to somewhere else. Obviously, that's the way most games and stories work. Um, and uh, you know, you played as a cat. You had to figure out all these ways to get through these buildings and city streets and whatever. Um, yeah, so kind of neat concept. So maybe I'll have to write a book from the perspective of a cat. That might be interesting. I've got quite a sarcastic wit, so I think I could probably pull off writing as if I were a cat. Um, you know, because it's, it's not hard to write about being sarcastic uh, when you are. So, um, and it's hard to not write sarcastically when you're sarcastic, too. That's quite a challenge. Um, but I try and infuse some of it in there, because I feel like some of the reflection that my characters go through in my stories, they need that, kind of like, what was I thinking? Like a current science fiction book I'm writing right now, you know, I talked to, my character talks about, like, man, you know, I wish one of my, my superpowers was flying, and then he realizes he has to go to the top of this really tall building, and then he's like, I'm terrified of heights, I'll probably be the first person to puke off the side of this building, um... What was I thinking? I wanted to have flying as a superpower. I'd be terrified, you know. So, you know, kind of that, like, oh, wait, <laughs> you know, uh, what, you know, like reflectiveness that he had there. And, you know, so that's a little snippet. That's not exactly what was written in the book, but um, I'm already five chapters in on that, and I need to finally sit down and be serious about writing the um, the book I'm co-authoring because I finally got all the information about that and I'm not sure exactly what he's expecting for chapter length so I'm going to have to figure that out um, I'm just going to write it you know, maybe 1500 to 2000 words a chapter and call it done after that um, and if it needs to be longer I can write it longer because, you know I forgot to ask him about that I guess I can message him and find out but, yeah, and of course the length really doesn't really, really matter of the book, since Amazon will print it as long as it's at least 24 pages, but it'll, I'm sure it'll definitely go over 24 pages. So, yeah, so that's where we're at, that's where we're at uh, right now, and uh, Happy New Year's, guys. It is 2019, so let's get out there and do something amazing go out there and write a book go tell a story start a podcast do something if you need help feel free to reach out you can hit me up on facebook car thoughts with david you can hit me up on instagram car at car thoughts with david um you know all no spaces obviously uh you can hit me up on twitter car thoughts dave because they only use 15 characters because they're lame um, I'm surprised they haven't upgraded that or anything. Um, and then, uh, I've got a blog, which is carthoughtswithdavid.blogspot.com. 
you can reach me there um, let's see here and yeah and dualpodcast.com you can also reach me there so feel free to reach out shoot me a line I do respond as you know because like I said the guy uh, that does the Ro Jogan podcast emailed me through uh, through the website and by that day I had all of his stuff up emailed him back thanked him told him his stuff was live and yeah it's all good so you know and if you run a podcast and you want that I'd be more than happy to set you up with that if you go to dualpodcast.com it lays out everything that you can do I haven't taken off the part with the the Patreon uh, yet for the being featured on the front page um, I shut down the Patreon account so I'm going to have to figure that out. Uh, of course, you can always, if you want to, you can support the show. Anchor.fm forward slash David C forward slash support. And you can support me there. $5 a month will get you featured on the front page of my website, dualpodcast.com. Um, I might just change it to that instead because uh, it would just make more sense. It would be easier to track uh, that way and less places for you to have to find me. <laughs> But, of course, you can follow me on all the different forms of social media. Uh, feel free to reach out on any of them. I am more than happy to give you any information I can as far as getting a podcast started or if you have questions about self-publishing on Kindle. Um, I'll help you out where I can. Of course, I'm still learning a lot of this stuff myself, but always happy to share what knowledge I have. And, yeah, so I will talk to you guys later. It has been a pleasure. It has been an honor serving you for these last nearly six months. And I'm going to continue to do so into this new year. And hopefully bring you some phenomenal, awesome, incredible, life-changing interviews and some more fantastic books on the way, you know, as I write them. So here's to 2019. Let's make it amazing. Thank you, and Car Thoughts out.